Hello, welcome back to the Corner Show podcast. Today, for me, it's a little is a little bit of a special episode. Today, we're going to be reviewing Faces, an album by Mac Miller that was officially released on October fifteenth, two thousand twenty-one. But it's been out on SoundCloud independently for about like six years now. But we're going to go over it today, and I'm going to pass it to Josh to explain further. All right, now. I'm going to attempt to read this real quick because Jack doesn't know how to write regularly. He writes in cursive and it looks like chicken scratch, so I'm going to try my best. That's neat cursive. It's not neat cursive. This is horrible cursive. No, it's not. Uh, we decided to try something new today, and uh, we're going to see how it's going to work. Instead of doing individual songs, we decided to review the album as a whole. Uh, going back to Mac Miller, after reviewing some of the, his songs in our own episode 5, which was our favorite songs episode which you should definitely go listen to if you haven't already. A little selfless plug, don't care. <laughs> uh, like Trent said, album was released in 2021. It was in October though, so we're a little bit late to it. But, you know, late's better than never, right? Oh yeah. Uh-huh. All right, so we got the usual crew here. We got Jack. Alex. Tristan. And of course, me and Trent. And uh, yeah, I don't think I've said my name this Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm Trent. I'm the one who said hello. Yeah, Trent's uh, host. Welcome yes. back. Trent, you've been the host for about. Yeah, but usually <laughs> I say, it's your host, Trent. Okay. And I don't think well, I did that this time. All right, we're good. But it's fine. All right, so. Well, now it's just the new idea Alex put out. So today we're going to be reviewing the album as a whole because this is a very long album. We don't really have time to go over each song. Can't have a Donda repeat. You no. guys didn't get to listen to Donda, the Donda podcast? Be happy you didn't. It was really bad. It was 24 songs, and we had like 20 minutes to review all of them. It was pretty bad. It was yeah. like, we, it was just going around like, oh, this is uh, Jail Part 1. Oh, I liked it. Uh, here's it sucks. <laughs> but like, yeah. luckily <laughs> for y'all, it got corrupted. Mm-hmm. More like we couldn't. It was yeah, on a different it, platform. I was about to say, <laughs> yeah. I couldn't really get it. The first, the first three? On yeah. different platform. First yeah. three. What was the third episode? Uh, uh, certified Lover Boy. Yeah. Certified Boy Lover. I thought that was second. Uh, well, it doesn't matter. I was about <laughs> and Donda was first. Third. Well, then I'm missing an episode, because what the hell was the first one? The we that's what we reviewed all, like, our genres and introducing ourselves. Yeah, we should, oh, okay. we should probably so, redo that one. Pro- yeah, yeah, we might have to. That might be one of the wiser episodes to redo. Mm-hmm. What would y'all think of Faces? <clears throat> I loved it. We know. Classic Trent. Classic Trent. Loves Mac. Man. I in a like when when you're trying to say something and it just don't come out, you just uh, you know. Uh, but like I think I don't think I disliked. No, I don't think I more than disliked a single song. Like. I might say I disliked a single song or maybe two, but that doesn't mean I hate them. Like, right. I'll definitely still be listening to them. Right. But, like, the whole album as a whole, I could... Every time I get in the car, I swear I hear one one song from Faces. Like, it just goes... You like it a lot. You like it a lot, You just cruise around to it real easily. Yeah. Honestly, I thought that... Um, there was a few weird songs in there for me, kind of like how like how he did like the song Friends. I guess like it's pretty weird because just a lot of repeat. But for the most part, like I mentioned to you yesterday, 
It's like a low rider kind of album. Like you could totally chill with that, mm-hmm. yeah. right? And I like it a lot, so I'll definitely listen to some of the songs. If I'm being honest, I think I'm starting to like like Mac Miller, not an artist I even knew existed before this year. Trance oh. <laughs> oh. a little butthurt at that statement, but that's okay. <laughs> oh, I'm not taking it to heart. If there was a church for Mac Miller, like Trent would be the Pope. <laughs> oh damn! I was just gonna say the preacher. No, you be you be the Pope. He's a whole entire Pope. You run the whole organization of Mac Miller fans. The Pope is like five preachers put into one, right? Like three thousand. <laughs> that's not, that's right? not how it works. It's like God's. No, no, he's like he's like above all. <laughs> yeah, he's secondhand like, to God. Like God <laughs> yeah, he gets to wear like a fancy hat, and he owns like See, bro, every church in the world. Really, he lives in a this Vatican. Is why I don't like he really mess with a religion. Like what? Yeah. Literally, his Vatican it's it's its own country. Right. So. It's its own country, and he owns the entire thing. Like he lives there and owns the whole thing. But back to Mac Miller. <laughs> yeah, this is actually about Mac Miller, not the Pope. Well, <laughs> apologize to our Catholic viewers for Trent's uh, remarks about Catholic the. <laughs> <laughs> you're probably right. Trent's, probably right. Trent's remarks about the Pope. <laughs> They're gonna be like, "Damn, I hate Trent now. I hate this album. I hate, I hate Trent. I hate Mac Miller, and I hate the Pope." <laughs> Me saying I hate the Pope is damn near somebody saying they like I the devil. Him. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I was about to say, is like somebody saying, I hate Mac Miller to me. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. I get it. Yeah. I get it. So this one deals with three, over three billion people. And the other one has to do with you, just you, Trent. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Close enough. Close Anyways, enough. Uh, I personally, I enjoyed the album. Like not every song off of it, probably like less than half. Just because I'm not the biggest Mac Miller fan in the world, and a lot of this album did not remind me of old Mac Miller. Right. And that's what I was looking for. I can say there's a lot of abstract shit. There is a lot of definitely abstract shit in there, but I did like some of the, like, the ones that are kind of like chill beats. Like, you know what I'm talking about? I couldn't name the songs off the top of my head. I don't really know the the names of them. I, I remember the one with Rick Ross was really good. That's 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 probably my favorite song off the whole album. I think Happy Birthday was another one. Mm-hmm. That's probably my second off the off the album, but it was. I mean, it was it was good, like surprisingly yeah. good. Like a lot of these, uh, like the posthumous albums, mm-hmm. are usually pretty damn good, right? Because it's like the next. They it's like right before they passed. It was just they were working on something even bigger. You yeah. Know? So mm-hmm. like even with like uh, juice. Low peep, like their albums, their posthumous albums were awesome. Fire, and I say that yeah. this album is probably up there with those. Mm-hmm. Not my favorite out of them, but definitely still good. I could see how, yeah, it's definitely different than like some of the older Mac Miller songs we reviewed, right? Especially when I think that was like um, 2008, was it? I think it was 2010, 2009. 2008. Yeah, and get um, <laughs> <laughs> it right in between. But it's definitely different because there is a lot more abstract stuff. Because like sometimes I couldn't get the point of the song some of the songs I was like okay what's this about because uh, I couldn't get it but it was good to listen to though mm-hmm. it's oh, like yeah. it doesn't matter if it didn't mean anything it's chill I, I, I like it I, I, I think that this song I had this because like, I listened to Mac I didn't really get into Mac until after he died and I like I thought something was alright and then I listened to Circles when it came out and I was like I love this like this is like one of my top ten favorite I albums I love this yeah <laughs> and then um, 
I listened to Swimming again, and I was like, okay, do you want, I actually like this. I don't know what it was, but something just clicked, and I was like, okay, do you want Mac Miller's for me now? But I had this misconception that he, like, he always played it safe when he first, when he, like, earlier in his career, he always played it safe. I don't know why, but I had this, like, misconception. And then I listened to this album, like, yeah, I was, I was, I was completely wrong. Because <laughs> this is, like, this is, like, mid, um, mid in his career, Mac. Like, it's, um, 2014, so, like, what was it, five years after he made his first solo album. And then um, four years before he died. Right. And so this was kind of like, yeah, it was kind of, it was kind of shocking. I expected like some, shout out to the bell. I expected some, <laughs> <laughs> some like really just, just kind of plain stuff, but I was blown away, especially like that on Friends. Like the song, the I song, I love jazz. I can understand that. Oh yeah. And same, same goes for me. I didn't listen to Mac until after he passed away, but that's mm-hmm. just because I didn't know about him. Yeah. And as soon as he passed away, he everybody started listening to Mac. Mm-hmm. Because everybody felt bad because Ariana Grande was in love with him or whatever. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. is sad to say that that was the way he was found was by somebody else. Like, For sure. You have to like be a fan of this person to know who this is. But I really do enjoy a lot of Mac's music. Like you said, Swim was weird the first time. And then mm-hmm. you listen to it after Circles. And it's pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Swim is probably my favorite album by Mac. Like, it's just I don't know the whole the whole album like album as a whole is good. It's just it's a good album. Like I don't think Max ever put out a bad album in his life. Like there's been bad tracks, but mm-hmm. overall every album has been a good album. Right. Yeah. There's like no hate on it. Like for some of the songs, like oh this thing sucks and that sucks. Not necessarily hate, but more or less just like. Looking at the ratio of good songs to bad yeah, songs, it's just—it's always more good than bad songs. Yeah, all of them are a good compilation of songs put and, together. Yeah, and it is very subjective on how you feel yourself, mm-hmm. opinions on what you, what kind of music you like, and whatever. But I think there's a mutual agreement, like in the music uh, community, that Mac Miller is a great artist, and mm-hmm. he will be remembered for a long time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sucks uh, you can't get more of them. <laughs> I I have sort of a problem because this album was released as a mixtape and I keep looking at it like as an album. I keep trying to look for like like there there are like themes that connect the songs together, but I keep like trying to look for like a story or some sort of like order of events, but there isn't really one except for um in Friends he mentions that one of his friends has a gun and then on Happy Birthday he's like he's going to shoot me. Like I'm just, like he's paranoid. But that's I I don't know. I kind of expected like the the album to come together more as like a cohesive piece but it's kind of like just a compilation of songs that Mac made in a certain time frame he was in a certain mind state but right. I mean if you if you look at the the whole cover art for Faces like how do you even put that into words that's you can't that's yeah it's mm-hmm. just well, that's all of it's abstract it's abstract. That that piece yeah. is abstract art. It's I guess it makes sense with the rest of the album too being as like, abstract as we described it. Yeah, I guess, yeah, that makes sense. You try to look at the cover art of faces, and you just see like, you see a mushroom off, off in the distance, like, just random shit everywhere. Well, that's and, got that's got a real deep meaning if you think about it. Mm-hmm. Album's called Faces. The title, the, the title is abstract in itself. Mm-hmm. The cover art is abstract. And all the songs are mostly abstract. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't connect in like any way whatsoever. Yeah. And that makes a lot of sense. Now I'm gonna get deep here for a second. You look, 
Faces is a good title because you can look at someone and then see someone that looks similar, but it'll never be the same. And, like, here at school, you see so many different faces throughout the day. Mm -hmm. And if you put that, if you, like, jumble it all together, like, you put all the Mm -hmm. same people in the same room, it would be abstract, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Because nobody looks exactly the same. Yeah. And that's what he was going for, I think, was to be different, stand out. I kind of saw, like, the uh, the title faces as, like, he had that one line on, um, I can't remember the, the title of the track, but he said, I'm the only suicidal motherfucker with a smile on. And I kind of, like, saw that as, like, he's putting on a face. Like, a he's, different yeah, face. He's right, putting right. on a face, and when he gets, like, this, this album really is about, like, his addiction. Like, he was just like all these songs are like about his addiction like I might die before I detox is one of the lines on Malibu I should have died already is the opening line to the entire album um like I feel like Faces is like when he he gets like really bored or like depressed and so he does drugs and he puts on this face of like like I'm smiling but he's not he's He's, fine but he's not he's, he's putting on this like fake Happiness, like a facade, like a facade, on his face, because he's high. Right, and that abstract art just represents everything he's going through. Yeah, but it's a lot well, more simple. I think it's more or less not like a, he's putting the face on. I think it's when he does drugs, he feels good, but he knows on the inside that he's not mm-hmm. good. Like yeah. He's right. not okay. But in the moment in time, he feels good. Right. Yeah. And I mean that's how it works. Yeah. Uh, when I, when I listen to this album, I used to listen to Mac a lot. My favorite album is definitely Kids. I love the song Nike's on my feet. It's probably, I, I get so hyped when I hear that song. It's so good. Um, I love swimming as well. Swimming is really good. Circles, I've only listened to like two songs on Circles. So. You've, you gotta listen to Circles. That song's crazy, bro. That song, that album, not bad. <laughs> you got me to listen to that whole thing. When I was listening to Faces, the introduction. I've never had like an introduction to an album be so good. The introduction is such a good song. I have it in my playlist. Like what Alex said, like he says I should have died already. I don't know why that hit so hard. Like when you think about like when you think about it, he's already dead. And you can't believe that. This person just we're just now hearing this music after twelve like eleven years. Like it, it hits deep, and listening to this album, I have two songs I love the most. It's Here We Go, and uh, I can't, wow, I'm actually having a brain. I can't think of it. How do I forget it? Hold on. <laughs> but uh, Here We Go, I love the beginning of it, the girl talking. I can't exactly remember what she says exactly. It's like a knight's pledge. It's the pledge that knights had to say before they got, like, Right. Thank you. Like, I, I can't think of what she, what she was saying exactly. <laughs> But, like, I don't know why I love that. In the Kanye album, in Praise, Praise God, Praise God starts out like that with his mom speaking. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know, I put those two together, and I like, I like both of those songs. Mm-hmm. Just, it feels different, because you don't hear that in every song. And when I hear that, I instantly like that song that much better. When I'm listening to this album, I really get the abstract part of it in the faces, but I feel like you're not looking at his... There's multiple, he has more, not actual multiple personalities, but there's different 
ways people see him. Different version of him, you mean? Exactly. And I think everybody has that. Yeah, it's different. It's a different face every time. Like it depends on how you see him. As depends a on the, depends on the situation he's in. Exactly. I think everybody has that because right. I know for a fact that everybody acts different around teachers than they do around their friends. Everybody asks different around their parents. Yeah, everybody got like five different sides to them. And another thing about a cover art is like the circles cover art, uh, where it's got two different Mac faces and they're like overlapping. You can see them both. Mm -hmm. That kind of points to like he's got different sides to himself. Like you could see him from two different perspectives and he'll be a completely different person. Right, so he's, everyone's going to think about him differently. Yeah. And that, that definitely goes the same with most people too because sometimes you'll see a wrong side of a person but they do good things. Yeah, and yeah. It, it just goes hand in, in hand. You can tell in the music that he's only ever his true self when he's alone. Mm-hmm. That's how everybody is but it's like very evident in this because like you listen to a song that he made with just himself. Shit is depressing. Yeah, it's like it's sad, but then he's got a song with Rick Ross where he's like, he's hyping it up. Yeah, he's <laughs> hyping shit, and it's just like two different people. Yeah, two different faces. Right. And his album cover, it mixes a bunch of stuff together to make one. I feel like in every song, it's a different mix. It's a different mix of, like he said, when he's going hype he's with someone who makes extremely hype music but when he's by himself his true self comes out and how he actually feels mm-hmm. and once he's like as he's going as you're listening through the album you hear more about how he's like slowly falling coming up falling and coming up like right. repeatedly the I whole album is kind of like a big mix of stuff everything jumbles right. together to make a bunch of random where he's shit. got his hype moments and he's down back here then you get another song where he's up here then back down there yeah, that's like, where the abstract really comes in. Yeah, and that, whole, that whole concept really relates to Max Leg, just because he was always a recovering addict. Right. He, he, was, he had his real high ups, and then when he was off of his shit, he's down low, all alone in his studio for like three months. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody's seeing him. But, I mean, shit. I thought it was really Everybody interesting. Goes through it. Yeah. You guys mentioned the different faces you put on. I thought it was kind of interesting because this is kind of like, it's it kind of, in some of the lines in the album, he kind of explains how other people feel about his habits. So he said that one line, like, they don't trust him to go into the studio alone because they think he's going to lose control. And like, I thought that was like really crazy because, I mean, the whole album's like, kind of feels like a downward spiral for him. Like he's just kind of spiraling out of control. And then, like, a, just hearing like, the elders' perspectives, like, he said, my uh, my father probably wishes I would just smoke pot. But then, like, he's doing, like, some hard, hard stuff. And it's, yeah, like, was, yeah. yeah, and it's, like, damn, like, you just, you kind of, you hear his side, and you hear, like, this, like, other people around him kind of, like, weighing in on his habits. That's a crazy sentence, though. His father wishes that he would just smoke pot, because I know that our fathers are, like, most of our fathers, at least, would, like, kill us if they caught us. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. They'd beat our ass. So he's definitely into some bad shit. Yeah. And he always was, which, it's, it's just a sad album mm-hmm. in general. Because, like, one, I miss him because we're not going to get him back. And I know that. And that's hard to deal with. Two, it's even harder to deal with the fact that almost, like, 90% of his music is almost like a cry for help. Yeah. Right. And nobody cared. 
Mm-hmm. That's the same shit with Juice World. Like I've heard a lot of lines from Juice that just are like really fucked up. Yeah, mm-hmm. like they're just talking about death the whole time. And they and just, now they're gone. Yeah, and, and he just that there. just emphasizes it like even the, more. Like on Legends, he's just yeah. sitting there saying all this stuff. Like all these legends shouldn't be gone, but they are. And these people just like it. sat in the studio and like listened to it, yeah. mm-hmm. and we're like, oh, that's good. Like we're gonna make a lot of money off this, but he's like actually just like depressed. Yeah, yeah it's, no it's not about the money. It's his problems. Yeah. Right. And here we go. When you're listening to it, uh, he says he did a lot of stuff without other people's help. Yeah, he did it all through the J feature. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't need anybody else. And I don't know. I feel like off the depressing topic. Like he didn't need anybody to help him start up. Like you guys are talking about how like people started finding him, Ariana Grande. If they never, if they never like knew about, if that never happened. Mac would still be an amazing artist, no matter what. I mean, yeah. He was such an independent person. He fought things on his own, did stuff on his own. That's where, like, when he was in the studio, people were scared of him losing try. I felt like when he was by himself, he's probably in his best element. He felt, like, better alone. Right. But... But eventually that did kind of lead to his downfall. And that draws back to the whole how you see him thing. Mm -hmm. It's, It's very subjective. This whole, like, the way you look at Mac Miller. He's a very subjective person based on your own opinions because he doesn't have a set, like, this is who I am, you mm-hmm. know? He, he shows so many different faces. We never got to see the, the true side of Mac. Right. Cause if I think felt... that Mac was at his best when he was dating Ariana Grande just for the simple fact that, like, he was, like, Mac was, like, actually in love. Yeah. And... No cap. Like, some of my favorite Mac songs are the ones with Ariana Grande on them. Just mm-hmm. because, like, it's such a it's such a perfect match together. And they were in a relationship when they were making them, so that just, that created that a made whole, it better. Yeah, a whole another bond, yeah, chemistry within those songs. That's why I like them so much. And that led to his downfall even more, because only four months, I think it was, after the breakup, and he was OD'd. So that's great. I feel like him wanting to be alone probably led to some of that too. I feel like that probably led to the right. Like it, like Alex said, it's just a downward spiral Mm -hmm. from Mm -hmm. there, which is that kicked it horrible to say, but yeah. And he's so independent that even though these are cries for help, he doesn't take it because he doesn't. Because he didn't need it. That's the question: is did he want help? Like. It's his music sounds like a cry for help, but did he really want help? Well, he has that song or therapy. Or was he just expressing himself? He has a right. song therapy on here, and he's like, the whole message is like, hey, my therapy is just doing whatever I want to make me happy. Like, so I don't really know if he was, if he really considered like you know rehab or anything or like, you know, help. But I was about to say I don't know if there were so much of a cry for help. At- more than him just having accepted it and yeah, coming right. to terms with it. Like the way he says, "I should have died already." It's like, like he's not like, "Wow, I'm, I'm, he, I am spiraling out of control." He's yeah, like, he's thankful he's still yeah, here. Yeah, he's just like, I'm, right. "Well, I should have died already." Well, obviously, when he said it, he was still here. Yeah, right. So it's not more or less like, "I should have died already," as in like. He wishes he was dead. He no, should have died already, as in... That's a he relief. doesn't know how he's yeah. dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, more like being grateful about it, yeah. It's it's crazy, though. It just... The man died. 
everybody talks so much about being able to live, but I guess considering the habits, it happened eventually, which it did. So I just noticed this. Like the first song is called Inside Out. It's kind of like how the songs go in pattern with like constantly switching tones. It's going into his dark side, out of his character, into his dark side, out of his character. Right. Constantly. I just now realized I really didn't read into that when I first saw it. Actually, that adds a lot. (laughs) (laughs) That's some lyrical genius right there. Yeah, (laughs) like you can get really deep with the way that Mac titles his his stuff. Mm -hmm. But then again, like it's all it's all just like almost perspective, like how you look at it. Yeah, right. Like you can't you can't go up to him and ask him. You can't be like, hey, what did you really mean when you said that? It's because not only is he not here anymore. Cause Most he, of the time. Because he would say, how do you feel about, about what it. I said? Right. Like, so you think about this real quick. If you go to an art museum, some of the best art is abstract, right? Yes. Some of the best art is, like, art that makes no sense whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Because it's opinionated. And you can... It, art is supposed to make you feel. You're, you like, you're not supposed to be like, oh, that looks nice. Like, a picture of a house with, like, a dog in the yard. Like, that looks nice, right? Mm-hmm. But it's, art is supposed to make you feel... And what Mac made was art. Because it makes you feel. It's different for everybody. It is and that, that's the whole point everybody. of the abstract, because there's really, really deep meanings in it. But yeah, it looks like a bunch of jumbo. But there, there's something to it. And that's what I think makes music so great, especially with artists like Mac Miller, is because it's your interpretation. And that's what helps people. Because if music is up to your interpretation, you might realize things about yourself that you could never come to terms with. And you, if you could find it a lot easier to connect with the music as well, if you're if you're seeing your perspective of it and then putting it into words like this is what this song means to me, right? And now it's connected to right you. rather than taking it as someone else's thing because you can't relate to it hundred percent. It might describe your story, but in your way. But if it, if someone else tries to push that on you or an artist does, then you might not even like the music anymore. But no, it just it goes so deep, and I I think I am liking Mac Miller hundred percent more now. It, it just there's just so much to it. I love it. Yeah, it, it was a good album. I liked it a lot. On the bright side, I give it an eight out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Trans answer and like is a ten. I guarantee it. Oh, we're rating it right now. Like you right can if you want to. <laughs> I mean, unless you, guess, you got unless you got more to add. You guessed it right. It's a ten out of ten for me. Okay. Yeah. That's mine. That's mine. Do you have more to add, Trent? I mean, everything that I have to say has been said (laughs) throughout the podcast. Now, how do we interpret that? (laughs) No. I feel like I. Yeah. (laughs) 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Y'all can can observe. What do you think? Uh, 8 out of 10. All right. I think, honestly, I, I give this about an 8 out of 10, too. The only two is just for the abstract stuff I can't understand. The 8 goes for just the fact that Mac Miller's awesome and that album is straight awesome. I give it an 8 out of 10. I, I don't enjoy thoroughly every second of this album, but I think I understand where he was coming from artistically and was just really emotionally uh, deep to right. read into it's it. It's a work of art. Also, sometimes remember that. Uh, music is an acquired taste sometimes. Oh, yeah. Yes. The more you listen to it, the better it gets for you. Mm-hmm. Because I remember 
in one of the previous episodes, Trent with the uh, the Mac Miller song that had the Fireflies beat in the background. I <laughs> say he likes it. Now. I hated that shit when I first listened to it, but the more I listen to it, the, it doesn't it doesn't sound as bad. It was weird, but now like I like that yeah. too. Like it was weird, but I like it. That's what I was, so maybe I we just that, need more time to digest the I think abstract pieces. Literally, right. I said that in the episode. I was like, bro. I'm just used to it. Like I've heard it ten thousand times. Like he might have. I'm just. It's grown on. Me. Right. He might have added the fireflies things for deeper meaning too. Because if there's a deeper meaning behind fireflies, maybe that's the reason why I added the track, not just for kicks. Now but just, that, that's that's a whole nother. We get too far. <laughs> that's a whole nother too thing. Far now. <laughs> we're reaching for straws. <laughs> no, we're reaching for ideas. <laughs> I uh, I think that not reviewing the album, like that, we took what was it like two weeks, three weeks since this came out. I think it's a good thing we kind of took that time because it kind of let everybody digest it a little bit more. I did, like if I reviewed this three weeks ago, I probably wouldn't have said I probably would have said like a five. But then like the other track kind of grew on me. Right. Okay. I see what you mean. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I also think it's a good thing that we took we went over it the way that we did. Oh yeah. Because it was a lot more. Uh, yeah, there's a lot more conversation going on. Right, and it's, it's not, not just rushed. Like, yeah, it's not just like pure facts. Yeah, we're it's, not just singling out one song and trying to grab all of our opinions out and like like that and rush it, so, yeah. which is a smart idea for the so, dude as a whole. Obviously, we all liked how we did this episode going over this album. Um, you guys are gonna definitely have to let us know how you feel about you know going over albums like this. We personally enjoy it, but if you guys like the other way better, then we could switch back. Right. Just bigger albums like this will have to be like two parts probably. Because, right. Oh, yeah. If we do it the other way. Yeah, if right. we do it the other way. Well, they don't know what the other parts are like. Cause we never, no, got, we we never got the other ones. And yeah, the ones aren't there. They don't know the Donda like. and... Uh, oh, I mean, for those. The, same, right the same with the list. Right, but we yeah, did like rock classics. We were... That's an example. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Individual songs. Yeah, I get that. Drop a comment, y'all. Yeah, let's <laughs> let just, us know. Don't let's be shy. You guys yeah. like. Don't I'm not shy. shy anymore. Come on. <laughs> Leave a like. Subscribe. Drop a comment. Bro, I'm trying to your, you trying to come to your house. <laughs> Leave let's a comment. Your... I like hot cocoa if you want to come hot cocoa. <laughs> next time you come in the glass. Hey. Don't be spreading the secrets. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know. They don't know. They don't know about that. They, they, don't, they don't need to know about that. That's on the low. We keep that. On the low. All I can say is... Shout out to Mr. Rand. <laughs> Shout out to Mr. Rand. That's all I got to say. But y'all be safe. We'll talk to you guys in the next episode of The Corner Show.